0: Okay, Um, I'm going to be delivering the message today. It says Reflections. Um, These are reflections that Pastor Tyler wrote uh, about his trip. He gave us some last week and more this week. Um, It says, I've been home for several days now, and I continue to process my experiences on this trip. As I do so, a few things stand out. Now, some of this may be a little hard to understand, but I am going to tone it down a little bit. One of the things is trauma and resilience. In Croatia and Bosnia, in particular, I was at times overwhelmed with the amount of trauma that these people have endured. Um, They were in a war uh, back in the 90s. Many of them lost family members and friends. And it was a tough time. If you lost a relative that you loved, it was a tough time. Bosnia, again, they took out whole groups of people. Um, And it's just hard to fathom the evil that it took to do some of the things that they did to people. For many who survived, the past still haunts them. when he asked Pastor Sasha, which is one of the pastors from there, to tell us what it was like living through that time, he said, no, not tonight. It's too hard to talk about, and I'm tired. Maybe tomorrow. At the same time, the people we met showed incredible resilience, by meaning that after the war, it's amazing how they've come back. By many measures, Croatia is actually thriving. Bosnia is not doing quite so well, but at least it has stabilized and rebuilt since the war. In these lands, the healing of trauma is a major way that the church is and must be offering the love of Jesus to the world. We have the same imperative here in Vermont where trauma is no less real. As one of the members of our group shared, we have the ultimate source of resilience to offer people the gospel of Jesus Christ. Another thing he talked about was, th- or thought about was the body of Christ. The trip was not tourism, meaning it wasn't just go visit all the tourist places, go out to lunch and be happy. Although we viewed some amazing scenes, ate some great food, took lots of pictures, and did some touristy things the real purpose of our trip was found in the relationships. There is nothing quite like traveling halfway around the world and finding an instant bond with a brother or sister in the Lord. We enjoyed many conversations and meals with other believers who welcomed us, told us their stories, and asked us questions. This is the beautiful reality of the body of Christ. Though we are many, we form one body, 1 Corinthians 12. I was reminded again and again that we serve the God of the nations who is at work in all times and places. I was humbled by the resilience and faithfulness of the pastors and Christians we met. I was inspired by their creativity in mission. At the same time, if I had an idealistic vision of the church in these places, I saw reminders that Christians struggle with the same problems everywhere. I'm hopeful that some of the connections I made in these countries will lead to future partnerships with our church. I am convinced that in quiet, small town Vermont, we need ways to stay connected the global church. Additionally, what a blessing it was to spend 14 days with this group as we traveled. We shared so many wonderful conversations, meals, times of laughter, and prayer. Having Meg join the group for the second week made it even sweeter. God made us for relationships. The long view. Several experiences on this trip made me realize that as followers of Jesus, we must take the long view of history. Sometimes it looks like evil is winning. Sometimes the church is dormant for generations, but God is still working. Kingdoms rise and fall, but God's plan remain. Consider these snapshots. In Croatia, the church has existed since the first century. Christianity has gone through times of cultural power and times of decline. In secular Prague, one church leader told us that before a typical Czech will attend his church, it takes years, even decades, of friendship with a Christian. He expects this. In Prague, we went to the church of Jan Hus, a 15th century pastor who opposed the Roman church on a number of points and preached a more biblical gospel. His teachings earned him the label heretic, and he was put to death. Yet 100 years after his death, the German reformer Martin Luther realized that he was carrying on Jan Hus' teachings. The Protestant Reformation changed the world. In discussing all of this, my friend Justin quoted this proverb, wise people plant trees in whose shade they will never sit. What would it look like for our church to take the long view? What trees would we plant for future generations to enjoy? Mission. I witnessed the truth that when the church loses its mission, it dies. Prague was an example of how the church, both Catholic and Protestant, fought for centuries for cultural dominance and political power. Today the cathedrals remain, but they are mostly empty of worshipers. Instead, the mission of Jesus has been carried on by churches that emerged after the revolution in 1989. Even now, 34 years after the revolution, many Protestant churches are struggling to adapt to the changing culture. In our own country, the church is at a turning point. As the culture moves on from traditional Christianity, many churches are anxious about losing their cultural power. We cling more tightly to institutional structures and ways of doing ministry that used to work. Some Christians put all their energy into fighting cultural wars. But the church has always been at its best as a creative minority in the culture. And whenever the church tries to accomplish its mission through worldly power, the gospel is corrupted. Here in Vermont, no one needs to remind us that Christians are a minority. But this can be an advantage. If we embrace this role as a creative minority, we can be more adaptable in carrying out our mission of making disciples. The challenge for us is to take an honest look at the ways we are currently doing things, ask ourselves what works and what doesn't, and be willing to adapt. Once again, thank you for your prayers and thank you for sending me to learn and grow. I'm sure that this experience will continue to bear fruit in my life and in the life of our church. Those are Pastor Tyler's words.